So the volume swell intro is very cool. It's like the damage incorporated intro buildup, but way shorter to fit your low attention spans. But they only have that intro in the music video, which means the official version, it only starts on a hi-hat counting and a low E spamming, which makes it kind of lackluster. So even though that intro buildup was like only two seconds long, it really makes a big difference. It really got you excited. So after that short buildup, we go straight into the low E string spamming. And the tone of that particular part, it doesn't sound heavy. It sounds like very scratchy and garagey, like the Kill 'em All tone, but kind of worse. And that lead intro riff is very catchy. It reminds me of Symphony of Destruction. More proof that Dave wrote them. And that main riff really sounds like a song from Hardwired. I don't even need to go look for it. I know they've done something like this before. And when the drum beat comes, it's just mwah, freaking tasty. But I can't say I'm surprised because I heard the tease already, but I was trying really hard not to listen to it. Because for the past few songs, he's just playing normal time, boom ba, boom ba, but this one, boom ba, boom ba, boom ba, boom ba, I'm just a sucker for that double time beat. Whenever I hear like fast riffing and then the drums like that, then it's like, wow, old Metallica, and then it's like really nostalgic and makes you feel like very cool. And it's just those one little moments where you think, wow, I feel so proud to be a metalhead. And the harmonics before going into the verse is very cool. I think they did that in another new song, maybe in a verse or chorus as well. And that riff in 154, on its own, it doesn't really sound that great. I think because it sounds too close to the main riff. But when you play it on top of the verse, it's just okay, it gets the job done, nothing special. And I can feel the people complaining about the end of the verse lyrics. Everything ending with tick, tick, tick. Psychotic. Demonic. Erotic? Then that halftime tom beat in a pre-chorus and that riff is just so freaking heavy. For a split second it made me question, is this really in standard tuning because it's never sound that heavy before. They did this in the bridge for screaming, tum -dum -da, tum -dum -da, the tom beat but that's in normal time, not really heavy but it keeps the energy going but for this one, if you make it halftime it sounds really cool. And really gives you a sense of movement and variation because the verse is normal time, pre-chorus halftime and the chorus double time. Then I really love the double time part in the chorus, but for the past few songs, their chorus doesn't really sound like a chorus. It's not really memorable. For Lux Eterna, it was very obvious that part was a chorus, but for the songs after that, it just sounds like another verse or another bridge. Maybe because there's too many lyrics, or maybe the melody is too similar, I don't know. Like if you think about their older songs, Seek and Destroy, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Harvester or Sorrow, it's like very freaking obvious that's the chorus, and it's very different from the verse. Maybe because I'm not that familiar yet, but when I hear the chorus, I know it's a chorus, but it doesn't sound like a chorus in a way. And this lyric, blinded by the ashes from my past, is the only thing that stuck with me, and it's very cool. When I heard the first chorus, I kind of felt like, is it off? Like, does it fit well together? But by the second chorus, I was thinking, okay, it's kind of falling into place now, it kind of fits now. The bridge riff is basically just the intro riff, but higher. Now I think they're just spamming on the A string, which is very underwhelming. I think Lars should do something else than 16-note hi-hat counting. It's great for introducing riffs, but for the past few songs, that's been his habit. Even if he just played the hi-hat on 2 and 4, it will give it a totally different feeling. I can understand he played the 16 notes just to maintain the energy, but at the same time, it fits the song, yeah, but it feels like kind of safe in a way. But even if you just play the riff on its own, it's still not interesting because we already heard it from the intro. It's just low E string spamming again, nothing interesting. For the first time, I'm going to say this part in a Metallica song feels kind of unnecessary, but I understand this is just to introduce the bridge. If you go straight into the bridge, you'll feel like very rushed or awkward. And that whole part feels like they're just flexing, they can play offbeat attacks. 
like showing people, oh, we can count, like boom, tss, 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 boom, tss, boom, and then just hitting random notes in random places. But it fits very well visually in the music video. It looks very nice. And at least it gives just a little break from all of the chaos that was happening in the song before. Which means they're still thinking about dynamics, which is something they've always done, which means the song is not just 100% loud, fast all of the time. There's some breaks in between, up and down. And they should really play with silence more, not just fill every space with notes. Because like I said, the intro is just low E spamming, the bridge is spamming, the main riff is just spamming notes, it's very tiring sometimes. And I don't need to explain that silence in speech, movies or music, it's very powerful. But it's the same as the verse, on its own it's not really that astounding, but if you put it in context on top of the verse, then I guess yeah, it gets the job done, it's okay only. And the melodic solo reminds me of something from Injustice For All, and the first song I thought of was To Live Is To Die, even though I don't think that song has a part like that, but it really made me nostalgic. And the only part which surprised me was after the third chorus, when they're gonna play that riff again, there's a cymbal choke, and then there's a brief moment of silence, and it was so freaking effective. It's nothing much, because we've heard that riff and the full drums throughout the song already, so that brief moment, are they gonna play the riff again? What are they gonna do now? That kind of split-second anxiety, that was really great. Even though it's just freaking silence for like one, one beat only. See, as a musician, when you take away something familiar, as a listener, I feel anxiety. Like, I'm thinking, why are they stopping? Are they gonna play the riff again? Isn't it Metallica style to just repeat the riff for the outro or something? Then, in that one second of silence, all of these thoughts were in my mind. But the thing that kind of spoils it is the hi-hat counting. He chokes on one, then there's silence, then two, three, four, he just counts. If it's live, I can understand the counting, but for this studio recording, it's really unnecessary. Even the bridge riff for screaming, he was just counting one, two, three, four. If he literally just played two and four only, it would be so much more effective. Unless they were recording this song live, highly unlikely. So overall, this song, that riff saves the day. There are a lot of cool parts, some parts maybe not really necessary. Then the voice here is like really top-notch. It's like he never left Death Magnetic, he's still stuck in 2008. Only that main riff, the pre-chorus riff is great, but other than that, the rest is just typical, gets the job done. For Lars, not really any crazy feels. His most climax feel is just snare, 16 notes or whatever. His counting is getting annoying a little bit. And this is really like a step up. Like the singles, they just keep getting better and better. But this song is not really like, wow, all of their songs so far, it doesn't really say wow, but it's still great, it's still okay, it's still classic Metallica, so I'll give this song a 7.2 out of 10.